With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast. Grizz is asking me questions just as we go live, and I will. If you want to ask me again, Grizz, we'll absolutely answer it for you. But Liverpool Football Club won, Everton Football Club nil. We only played the kids, and we still went and done it. With me, as you can see on screen, is Grizz, it's Matt, and it's Chris. And uh, Matt, I'm going to come to you first, because um, we feel like, I don't know, we feel like you've been away a long time, and now you're back. So what did you make of that match? Just initial reactions. Unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, the fact that they put so much hope in it and you saw them before the game being all bullish and especially when they saw our team and it just fucking shattered their dreams. It's the only hope they had of winning anything this season and and, and it's gone. It's gone from a bunch of under-20s and it's madness. Uh, but it, it wasn't exactly uh, a lucky goal. It wasn't like we, we played the kids, we defended, we got a bit lucky. We we absolutely dominated them. It, it was easy. The the kids played like the first team did, and it just goes to show the philosophy now is not just about the first team. We're now a football institution where the philosophy goes right through the club. So it doesn't matter if you pull someone in. They may not be as good, but they're still going to know what they need to do. Everyone was pressing at the right times. Everyone was uh, getting on the ball. Everyone was brave and wanted to be on the ball. Uh, there, there was no panic there whatsoever. And it was just, it just absolutely crushed them. It, all the fans, it, you, you saw them in the forums. Someone put screenshots of the forums into the group earlier. And they're just absolutely devastated. You saw one of them trying to make an excuse. And he goes, what am I even doing this for? We're, we're fucked. The whole club's fucked. And you see, they've just lost all heart now after that. One fella, one fella wants all their tracksuits and any club, mem- <laughs> any club issued um, f- clothing taken off them. And they should be made torn up in casual wear to... Uh, to Finch Farm um, and walked our way up to being allowed to have a tracksuit. That's how much, it, that's how bad it's gone. Chris, uh, I'm going to be honest. Madness, mate, you see some of them players and Sigurdsson was 50 million. 50 million. Apparently two, two, 232 what, what million think? their team cost today. 
badness. Airs cost about forty five, I think. Well, uh, it just it just made us so much better than the. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It really is. Like Chris, um, I was happy with the with the team apart from Milner and Goldman's playing because I just thought just throw all the twenty trees in there, let them absolutely have a go with everything, and whatever will be will be. But I have to be honest, Chris, they they far outplayed my expectations. Yeah, they outplayed they outplayed mine because uh, I wanted us to go a bit stronger than we did, so I was slightly anxious. I, I know there's the risk of injuries, but. I was still like, there's five days, there's five days, we've got players coming back, we could probably go with it, but a lot of those lads did really well. I mean, it still amazed me that Chiravella is still at Liverpool. I was convinced we sold him three years ago. But a fair play to him, he did really well. And Larucci, fair enough, did really well, seeing Milner, he lasted nine minutes. Uh, the big benefit will do that game today is for Gomez, because he has led that back line of kids, and that's going to do him the world of good going forward. That's always the thing you you want to see with Gomez. Could he could he do the the, uh, the leadership part of it? Could he step up to that? And he did that really well, especially in that first half where it was you know at times Everton had really good opportunities. Yeah, it was un- it was unbelievable. Grizz, were you happy with the team? Did you would you want like to go like I know it's on hindsight a bit, but were you happy with the team or did you want to go stronger or weaker or what what, what way were you? Yeah, fixed? I was I was like you, Gav. I didn't I, I really didn't care. I we're at that stage in it where we just clock picks his team and we just. Watch the game. It's literally, literally like that where we, we, we you know, uh, we're entitled to an opinion, but we can't be judging anything what he does now. He's, he's, he's earned the trust of us. Well, he's definitely earned the trust of me. You just, he just picks his team, does his tactics. He knows what's best. I mean, there was loads of arguments and rage during the week in it with, with this, oh, it means more to the locals because of the fact that it's Everton. But, you know, I felt, I felt sometimes, I think sometimes we forget that we're on a different level now. We, you know, some of us actually behave like Everton fans. Do you know what I mean? We're, it's like they're so irrelevant. It's, un, it's, 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 honest to God, it, maybe, not maybe, definitely I don't feel the rivalry because I'm not a local, right? So I get that aspect. But the fact that we're in a different stratosphere to them, man, we we shouldn't be worried about them or thinking even if we do go out, we can't be going out to them. It's, it's just, it's, and 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 today proved it. This was the, you remember I said it in the WhatsApp. I said that we've got such a stranglehold over them. They were shit scared. The chances that they were getting even in the first half, they were fucking guilted chances. They had two, three chances, but they were too shit scared of putting it away. And I, I just knew we'd win, even even with the kids. I, I 100% knew we'd win, and so it turned out. But yeah, I thought, especially the first first 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, as you can imagine, a bunch of kids put together a whole new defence. You know, it's going to be a bit shaky. So they opened up us a couple of times, but by the second half, it was like it was like men against boys, but the wrong way, the wrong way around. <laughs> if you know what I mean, yeah, fucking mental. We controlled the second half like it was like a. A testimonial almost. They didn't get near our goals. Fantastic to see. Uh, Matt, well, Grace talks about the first 15, 20 there and he makes a fair point. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very young side. It's a t- side that I suppose is cobbled together in, in many ways. Milner going off after nine minutes probably doesn't help the mo- our most experienced player in the pitch going off. But how big was Adrian, Matt? Because he does make <coughs> one or two big saves there and it allows the team to grow into the, in, into the game. And, you know, you don't want to be down after 10 minutes. Although it's only Everton, but you don't want to be down after ten minutes. He was massive, wasn't he, early on in the game? Yeah, I mean, we all know he's a great stop, shot stopper, but them saves was something else. It's it's 
it's exactly what we needed from one of our senior players on the pitch. It was against the other player as well, which which meant it would have been harsh uh, to concede. Them. It was just a, a quick break and, and they got down the other end. But that was all he had. That's that's all they had to do. I mean, that's all he had to do, and that's all they had as in chances. Mm-hmm. They didn't didn't create anything big. They weren't dominant in any of it. So they were massive. Yeah, you can't can't uh, take that away. But we we conceded them. Nothing to say we don't go on and score too. We we absolutely dominated that game. So yeah, no, I, I just love the I, I just I just love the whole thing from start to finish. Grizz, I've mentioned there, Matt. I've mentioned there to Matt that Milner going off after nine minutes. My, my my biggest worry wasn't he's going off in this game. My biggest worry was, please don't tell me this is another three to four weeks. I did see mm. somebody say earlier that he felt, they thought he said to the physio, it's not gone, it's just tight. Mm. Is there any update on, on Milner at the moment with regards to his injury? Was it just no, a, uh, no. Don't ask, Chris. No, I'm just asking, has he seen anything? Because he's, yeah, he's, 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 he, he, um, he, he lives on Twitter, so I thought he might have seen something. No, I said he felt... Felt pain in his thigh, so which is not a good sign. That's all. That's, that's all that's come out. Okay, we'd have to wait and see on that. Doctor Rafa ain't texted me yet. I'm waiting for his text. He hasn't replied. <laughs> okay. Why didn't you ask Zaf? Just a quick question. Just a quick point about you know you said about Adrian, uh, Adrian uh, or Adrian. Have you want to say his name? Um, playing like a senior member, like being one of the senior members and, and taking the responsibility and making it safe. <clears throat> I thought that was one of the most pleasing aspects for me because I went to uh, one of the Rumbelows League <clears throat> earlier in the season where Gomez played and Lovren played and a lot of the kids played against, who was it? Um, MK Dons. MK Dons. And, and, and the seniors didn't, the seniors didn't really pull their weight in that game, I thought, apart from James Milner, uh, ironically. Uh, but this game, I thought Lalana. Gomez and Adrian, or whatever you want to say, and Divock, I thought they played like leaders, and I thought they, I thought they played like seniors, and it just shows the level of confidence and maturity running throughout the squad. Not only the first eleven, but the squad members, because these are very valuable squad members that have come in, and I thought they led the kids brilliantly. I thought, you know, we'll probably get onto the individual performances, but but just generally the senior players. Took the, you know, played their part in it, and I thought that was very, very refreshing to see. Mm. Um, Liv N R nine says he's in pain. Klopp said he thinks it's bad. Adam Petruccione asks, what else can Bruce Gobbler pee on? He might be able to save the planet and bring world peace. He might be needed. I think Iran are going to have a little bit of a hissy fit any day now. Uh, Royston says Klopp's halftime team talks are the dogs bollocks. Force says you got to applaud the philosophy of training. The whole team is training at the same beat, and it's showing. Um, Chris, we go into this, and I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted the under 23 as player. I was, I said it before the game. By right, we should be losing this probably one or one or two nil. Probably, you know, all things being equal. But as as people mentioned there, and Matt said earlier, the philosophy throughout the club is the same from top to bottom. And the expectancy is, if you're named in a first team squad, regardless of the situation, and a first team eleven. You are expected to go out and do your absolute best and perform to certain level, levels for Liverpool. And the levels of Liverpool and Everton just showed today, didn't it? When you look how strong they went and just, I, I, I'm just blown away of how on top we were. Bar the first yeah, 20. I, I think it helps it was Everton because quite a lot of local lads and that yeah. side, a lot, lot of them have been there since it was six, seven. Mm-hmm. You grow up with the dislike of Everton. You know, I've grown up with the dislike of Everton. If maybe that was like Carlisle, you know, 
you may or like a championship side maybe they might have got turned over because there isn't that quite that intensity that you naturally it naturally brings into you. So I do think playing Everton helped. Um, I think the, the thing you could tell from what you could see on social media was as soon as it was nil nil at half time, you could see the fear getting into Everton fan fan base. Yeah, because there was definitely the shit we've blown our chance. It felt very much like it was ten years ago where yeah. we played really well against like a Chelsea going at nil nil, and you'd all go, "Fuck, that was our chance gone. They're going to turn us over in a minute." It felt like it had that feel of it. It really did, and like as I said, first twenty, they do have the couple of chances, and you're thinking. It might be a matter of time here before the defence is, is breached and then we'll have to see where we go from there. But Matt, looking at the back four, like, you know, LaRucci has to come in after nine minutes. You have, um, Nico Williams there. You have Nat Phillips there. You have Gomez, who's the, probably the senior man there. How good were they all day? Yeah. Gomez, what a player he's become. I know there's some people who, uh, who wrote him off early in the season mm. after the injury. Uh, but it, all it took was a few more, a few games next to Van Dyke, and it, he's turned into into Mini Van Dyke. He's absolutely bossed that defence, not just his own performance, but you could see him talking, so everyone talking, all the players through it. Because after Milner went off, they were just kids, the kids next to him, and he he was everywhere. He was covering both sides, and it, it, it just goes. I, I think Van Dyke Gomez is going to be one of the greatest partnerships in the plan. It's going to be up there with uh, the village Ferdinands. They're Van Dijk's already the best player ever. We're just looking for a partner, and, and that's Gomez. And it, he's shown it tonight because, as much as we see him do do well, Van Dijk, there's always been a question about when Van Dijk isn't available. And and tonight he wasn't. And, and not just that, he's playing with kids, and he's playing against a Premiership team and Premiership attackers. Mm. And it was just, uh, it, it was so let's assured. Let's not forget, man, inform. What's his name? Calvin Klein jeans. Yeah. Up front. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yeah, he's, he's very much in form. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, you know, he's well in form, he's, he's smashing it. He's um, but yeah, it just goes to show what, what playing next to Van Dyke can do for you. Um, and and we all worry about an injury to Van Dyke. Touch wood, obviously, but if he gets one, we've got players there that can step up now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, you never walk alone, Claire says hello, Claire. Jesus, a long time since we've seen Claire on this chapel. You're welcome back. Um, I hope all as well. Ray Dickinson says, Jesus, Matt looks like he's had a rough couple of weeks. Matt's very unwell. It's nothing to do with drink. I can assure you of that. He's just very <laughs> unwell. A little cold is what he told me. Um, I suppose that that's what eight eight nights out of the last nine does for you. So we'd have to wait and see if it, if it is drink um, related. But he he assures me it's not. Look, Matt or sorry, Chris going into the midfield. I have to hold my hands up. I thought Adam Lallana was outstanding today. Yeah, that, he was brilliant. Um, did the captain's performance, which is what you needed him to do. Yeah. Um, and I'll be fair to it. I'll be fair because I'm not his biggest fan. Chiravella, I thought, had a really good game. Mm, yeah. Um, because it was his testimonial, wasn't it? That's what I mean. He's been there 10 years. We've tried to, we've loaned him out every year. We've tried to sell him three times and he's still there. <laughs> but to be fair to him, he's just one of those players. He's just neat and tidy. You know, what I liked about him was him and Lallana both wanted the ball under pressure. They weren't worried about you know, being under pressure. So that, that was, uh, you know, good to see, really. Yeah, no, I just, I was really impressed by Lalana. Shiravella, as someone said to me earlier, he swan, he, he, he goes around, his movement around the pitch looks like he just has all the confidence in the world. A couple of misplaced passes here and there, but I just thought, you know, for a guy that nearly is turned into a meme a at this stage. A little mini there, you know that? A little mini mascarano. Not, not even that crazy, you know, for, 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 a, for, a, for a guy that is really just shows up for, n- no mark kind of League Cup games and, and likes it today. 
what a performance he put in because it's easy for a player to go, I'm only being brought in because he's trying to give these other fellas a rest. He doesn't care about this competition, but he absolutely put everything on the line. Um, I'm leaving Curtis Jones to last because I think it's only fair, but, uh, <coughs> Grizz, sorry, Minamino gets his debut today. I thought he was decent in the first half. I thought he tailed off second. He comes off after about 70 minutes, but what did you make him? Yeah, um, just what we expected, loads of work rate. Um, you know, very difficult scenario to come into. Sort of not with the first team. Uh, you know, a scratch team put together, playing against Everton, who were who were proper up for it for the first twenty thirty minutes. Cancelled, they're getting something, so they were like proper running around everywhere, pressing him, and he was pressing back. And a lot of energy, not much cohesiveness in the play, which is to be expected. But you can see the guy's going to be electric. I didn't. Um, Agree with him playing up front in that Bobby role. I thought Div, who actually, you know, Gav, I'm a critic of Div when he plays out wide. Div played really well today. Really played. Another one who stepped up to the plate. Yeah. I thought Div should have played through the front and then, uh, what's his name? Minamito. Uh, Minamino. Yeah. I thought he'd just play it off him. But, um, I can't believe you watched him play 35 times and you don't know his name. Four, four times, four times. Oh, four, four times. is it? Great. Okay. Come on, Liz. Yeah, let's, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Four times I've seen him play. and um, But yeah, uh, encouraging, Gav. First time uh, he's played, put on a red shirt, showed enough energy, clocked down the right thing, took him off. Um, I think, who did he take him off for? Was it Ox? Yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah. Chamberlain, yeah. And who actually done very well. Who looked lively as well when he came back on. So it, it couldn't have been a more perfect night, to be honest with you. you I'm surprised I mean? to see Oxley Chamberlain in the squad. I'm being honest. Yeah. I, was, I was very surprised by it. Yeah, well, you know, it's this new medical team of ours, isn't it? It's amazing. The repiles are recovering. I told you. I told you, told you he's back in a few weeks. When yeah. did you tell us that, Matt? A few he weeks ago. He did it. A few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray Dickinson is saying Matt is the only man in Dubai with a cold. He's not in Dubai, he's in Liverpool. Um, he's currently checking out um, establishments for all of us to drink together in come May. Um, so uh, uh, you never walk along, Claire. So what is Matt's Twitter at now? I think it's something like Michael Edwards, isn't it? Something along that lines, isn't it, Matt? Is it at Mickey Edwards or something like that? Is your is your at on Twitter now? He's on mute, which is the best thing. You're on, on, you're on mute, mate. Ah, oh, brilliant. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll do all the comments now, Claire. Okay, he's going to throw it in the comments, Claire. You might even throw a little X at the end. Give um, him a follow, people. Give him a follow. Give him a follow. Uh, he has 4.8 followers. Don't worry about me. How the fuck have you got control of the LFC Day Troopers Periscope account? <laughs> <laughs> Admin. Uh, oh yeah, you are admin. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a very, very strange meal from us, I'll be honest. Um, but look, um, We've mentioned the Rigi. I t- it was inter- people have said there on the comments that Minamino playing up front, um, they, they were interested to see it. I'm a little bit surprised by it. But you know something, uh, Chris, watching Minamino, I think it was to make it less physical for him up front. You know, there's not that tracking back up and down, up and down the line for a fella that's coming on for his first ever game. But the Rigi out, out, out left interested me because it kept them honest all game didn't it and especially that ball over the back um, that they, they're, they're so fearful of I, I, I thought it was a nice move to put Origi there and again they look terrified of Origi don't they well it finished Coleman didn't, didn't it he, yeah. he couldn't move well he's finished and, anyway. it, kept, and it kept Sadibi honest because um, he couldn't be as adventurous as he wanted to be so uh, I mean I'll be honest I did think he was going to nick it just before half time Origi mm-hmm. nick it you know, see his goal. He scored right, right. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Great effort. Great effort. 
Yeah, I don't think Grizz, Grizz was gone to, uh, Grizz was gone to get some field at that stage, you know? No, like when, it, when, it, when it hits 42, Grizz is like, Grizz is like, 42, I pretend I'm an Anfield and I go down for a something to eat and he just goes <laughs> in the kitchen instead. Don't, don't let me tell people the story where we, we watched Newcastle Liverpool together. <laughs> that was brilliant, wasn't it? So anyway, I'll, I'll tell them. We're in a pub in London. We're watching Liverpool against Newcastle earlier on the season. Um, me and Grizz in front of a big screen, a big huge television, having a lovely time. Um, and I decided to go for a cigarette. I've done this on four occasions, and every time I come back, Liverpool had scored. <laughs> so yeah, that was the story of that day. But look, the, the first half, as I said, was them on top first twenty. I thought it evened out um, a lot going towards half time. But Matt, they come out in the second half, and I was thinking mm, we might get to seventy here. Legs might start to go a little bit. The experience of everything because they've gone that strong might might do it for them. But they looked. They looked superb, Liverpool did for the second half. Is that, is that just down to, like you said earlier, the philosophy within the squad where, and the, and the whole club where, no, 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 if you're out there, you're giving it for 90, whether you like it or not? Because I thought they were excellent the second half. Uh, it, I think it's a, a mix of two things. Probably uh, a Klopp half time team talk mm-hmm. and the confidence that the first half gave them. Yeah. Because they probably went out there thinking, yeah, we're up against lads here, we'll, we'll do the best we can. And they came in, a better team. So that would have gave him confidence, and there's nothing better than a, a football team confidence. And that you saw them getting on the ball, and that's what I said at the beginning. They were, they were brave. And you saw this in the second half. It wasn't people getting the ball and passing. It was people looking to receive the ball. Every time, there was always people making space, people uh, running in behind. It, it was exactly as if it was the first team. There was no, no difference. Just obviously uh, a drop in quality, but that doesn't matter against a shy Everton team like this. So we we got better just as the confidence grew, I think, and Klopp at half time would have helped that along. Um, no doubt, his team talks, he would have said, Look look how good you are, look, you can do these. This isn't about uh, a youth team playing a, an established team, you, you've got their number marked, and that, that's what he did. And they came out full of confidence, and the, the first team players like Lalana and Jimmy Vella, I'm going to call it. In a first team player because he's so old, uh, and you can see them taking the reins and, and getting on the ball, and it just breeds confidence into the rest of the team. That's what I think it was about. Yeah, like Grizzly mentions that confidence there, and you, you know, first half they probably they probably are looking to see what Everton have finding their way into the game. But for me, in the second half when they come out, they keep the ball a lot better. They they frustrate Everton by by keeping the ball, and they do grow in that confidence where it's not we're not going to react to what Everton are doing. We're going to make air stamp on this game, and Everton. From 1 to 11 and the 7,500 unfortunate spot at the Anfield Road end, you could feel the tension coming into the players and their fans on top of that only multiplied that. And Liverpool just, they nearly fed off that, didn't they? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. You could see the, you could see the slight confidence or maybe the slight confidence stroke cockiness that the players may have had seeing the team line up and said, oh, fucking hell, we'll smash these kids. And they tried to sort of be a bit physical. Uh, with our kids, but, um, and we were a bit nervous. The, the young lad at the back, is he young? I don't know if he's young, but, uh, Nat Phillips, uh, you know, who's been unknown to Stuttgart in the Bundesliga, but not quite the Bundesliga. <laughs> so it transpires, but, um, he was a bit nervous, done a bit, um, you know, looked a bit shaky, but then he, even he grew in stature. Uh, and by the second half, as you said, that, that team talk, I'm, I'm pretty certain, and it, you know, it's apparent that clock, must have said to them, look, they're fucking shite. Yeah. Go out and carry on, do what you're doing. You're very, you know, you're doing, you're doing everything right and play your game. And you could see the second half, it was a totally different 
both set teams really, we became the cocky and arrogant ones. We became, you know, comfortable on the ball, started passing it about, and they just couldn't lay a glove on us. And, and, you know, it was quite, it's quite funny to see like, you know, a man of Carlo Ancelotti's caliber, you know, winning champions leagues, left, right and center. And then there he was, you know, getting fucking Olaid, out Olaid by a fucking bunch of kids from Liverpool in a Merseyside derby and, and listening to Drunken Ferguson for advice. I mean, I say he hates Everton now, doesn't he? Oh, he hates it. He's, he'll he'll want to get out of there as soon as he can. What the fuck am I doing here? You know, and um, you know, long may it continue for, the, for irrelevant. To- yeah, but you see, the thing, what the thing about it is, and I'll look. I want to go on to Everton in detail for uh, when we get through the game because really? w- why fucking not? You know, um. <laughs> Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Chris, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the shout word and it's, it's uh, on the goal. And the game is, it's in the balance. Liverpool are playing really well, you know. But it's, it could go either way. We're seventy minutes in. It's it's the it's the worrying part of the game for me when you have a lot of youngsters seventy to ninety, especially when it's edgy. You know, someone just makes a little mistake that the concentration goes. But then Curtis Jones goes and does that, and the guy with the little arms didn't get near it, and it flies in off the underside of the bar, then hits the net, then goes over the line. It's unbelievable. What a finish from him! And if you could pick a player to score, Chris, you would have went for him, couldn't you? Because it's he's the scouser in the team, you know that way. He is, mate. I mean, I think my exact words were, shows what I fucking know, because um, it was nil-nil, I was shouting, oh, I'd throw Marnie on that for the last 20. Mm. And with me father-in-law, who would you take? I said, I don't know, maybe Jones, because he's, he's, he's had a quiet 10 minutes, and he did that. I went, well, shows what I fucking know. That's why I'm not Jurgen Klopp. It was unbelievable. Perfect person to score. Mm. You know, that he'll, he'll, no matter what he does now in his career, he can live with that forever. You know, scoring that, scoring, scoring that quality of goal against... The team he hates the most. It's brilliant. I mean, brilliant. With, the, uh, with the class assist as well. Lovely assist. Oh, yeah. And you know something? I seen someone on Twitter earlier say, um, uh, Simon Brundish, I think it was, and he says, uh, this, this, shows, this shows why the assist, um, rule or the assist stat is stupid. Um, a little bit ironic, um, from Simon when he's telling us that stats are stupid. Uh, but, uh, he, he gets it. He could easily turn and run at the, at the Everton defence after getting the flick from Jones. But he, Jones is like, "Give me it, give me it," and he, he knows exactly what's in his mind. Uh, Grizz, would you would you passion uh, any blame to to Jordan Pickford? There, I know he only has little arms. I know he can't really probably reach the crossbar. But is that one where the bigger goalkeeper probably tips it over the bar, or is it really just that it's a worthy of a strike? Um, I must admit, I haven't seen it again. Uh, I probably have to see it a couple of times, but I think it was top bins. I think it's, I think it could be blamed earlier on in the move because he was trying to do his Allison impression. He was trying to chip the ball twenty oh, yards, he kept doing, giving, he doing, and he kept he kept giving it away, and that's ultimately how we got the ball to. He was to, uh, doing to do that all game. He was actually making a proper twat of himself by trying to play football throughout the game. I did notice that, you know, and he's an absolute shite keeper. But with that, with that <laughs> shot, I don't. I, I think. 
I mean, I know he's got little arms and et cetera, et cetera, and all that, but I think the credit, all the credit goes to Curtis Jones for that one. I think that was proper, proper top bin. It's proper, it's proper, people... when you look back at it, Chris, he's bent from outside the post, but he's also, it's bending and it's uh... dipping at the same time. It's, it's a strange looking strike the way he hits it. Cause it's it's Pick, Pickford, Pickford was in the good position, so it looks like, um, well, if he was a bit taller, he gets that, but he's got to get a little bit of credit because yeah. of the position he's in. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be near that, but he, he, he did get near it, but his little arms just, just fucked him over, really. He really has little arms, hasn't he? They're tiny. Yeah. I can't believe he got to, uh, Arigis. I don't know how he done that. He must have pulled, uh, pulled his shoulder out or something. Yeah, no. You know, the, the one low in the, at the first half. Yeah, yeah. I, that's gotta be, this gotta be his last season playing for them, sure. Well, people are saying yeah, there, yeah. if Everton need a rebuild, Pickford has to go. Um, Claire says Pickford just isn't good, as we're told by everyone he well, is. I'm not standing for him. If Ancelotti, no. if Ancelotti doesn't spot that, then you've got nah, to go. It's like when Joe Hart was at City. So yeah, he was a half exactly. decent uh, foreign coach came in. They just binned him off. No matter how much the English media uh, built him off, they didn't give a shit. Mm. Pickford will be gone. He's yeah, actually but they're, 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 You know what's really funny? That a fucking tall centre-half they got at the back is absolutely mean. And, and the Everton fans, fucking, you know, when they signed him, made out he's fucking the new fucking... That's my part. If he was that good, Barcelona wouldn't let him go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Abo, Abo says that uh, he thinks he gets a fingertip on it, but it was just too good. Um, if anybody gets a chance, watch the goal back and don't watch the goal itself. Watch the Everton fans behind the goal. And you can see actual breakdowns happening just as the ball hits the side net and then rolls back. You can see people having breakdowns. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, well, something even better than that. Something even better than that. I've sod the Everton. But if anyone sees it, it's all over Twitter now. Sadio Mane's reaction to when I've Twitter just I've just tweeted it now. So yeah. Oh, what a legend! What a what a it's legend! Brilliant. Sadio Mane is just fucking king, isn't he? I mean, that just shows you the unity, and you know, in that was another game possibly for him as well. He didn't want to get knocked out of the FA Cup. You know, people saying the players didn't care, whatever. You know, Mane's reaction is like he scored. It's like he's literally he celebrates more, Gav, in this piece, right, in this tweet. He celebrates in this clip. He celebrates more for his goal, for Curtis Jones' goal, than he does for his own. Amazing. I what haven't seen it. Alright. Uh, it's, uh, it's really, it's, it's really, really good. Okay, I'll, ha- I'll go and have a look. Someone needs to send it to me on WhatsApp. Um, I've just, tweet- I've just tweeted it to you, Gav. Alright, okay. I think I lost, I think we lost the stream there for a minute, but don't worry, we're still recording. And, um, if it gets down to a download, should we have everything recorded? So that's all good, isn't it? No, we're coming back there, we're coming back. Um, what, what else did I want to say? Look, we have to, we have to talk man of the match. Um, Ma, who are you giving it to? I think there's loads of, loads of people you could give it to tonight, but who are you going to go with? Uh, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Or Moreno. Bobby Jones. Okay. Yeah, I'll go Curtis Jones. Gotta go. Yeah, I, gotta think, I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's absolutely fair. Grizzly, you going to go with anyone different there? Uh, yeah, just to be different. I mean, I really thought young uh, Nico Williams was sensational. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, everyone everyone's going to talk about Curtis Jones and, and the amazing goal, and it's a winner, so yeah. But um, I think the real football men out there will, will say Nico Jones pocketing Ricarlison was a thing of beauty. I mean, we're talking Ricarlison. Nico Williams. Nico Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Not Nico Jones. No, Nico Williams. Yeah, you just, said, you just said Nico Jones, Chris. Yeah, well, you know, across between... <laughs> <laughs> He's watching loads this season. Across between the two, what a player you've got. 
Mm. But, um, what does FIFA? I thought Nico Williams was sensational. Uh, how old is he, Gav? Matt, anyone? Uh, 16. Jones, 18. No, Nico oh, Williams. Nico Jones. I think. Nico Jones is 17. 17! Mm. And we're talking, he's up against a seasoned professional, mm. like, you know, Ricardo, some Brazilian international. You know, everyone's saying, oh, he's too good for Everton. He needs to, you know, get to move to a bigger club. Some fucking Mongo Liverpool fans even want him at Liverpool. Mm. But, um, I thought Nico Williams, you know, his tenacity, his aggression. You know, Ricarlison's a fucking big play, strong. And, you know, a couple of times Nico pushed him off the ball as well. I thought it was superb, superb performance. Williams is going to be perfect when Trent moves into that midfield. Not happening. Yeah, not happening. But, yeah, uh, you know, that's why I did say that. I mean, you know, the only, the only slight disappointing thing is how will he get any games with Trent? I mean, obviously the rotation. This will, I think this will sort of do wonders for him and, and, and obviously Klopp will make note that this guy can probably step up in a couple of home games, you know, against the, against the bottom teams. I think he could step in if Trent ever needed a rest. Everton away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, are you going with anybody else other than Nico Williams or Curtis Jones? Um, it probably is Jones, uh, but I, I think Gomez deserves a shout-out. Mm. I was impressed how we marshaled that defence. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but, but it, but it probably is, it probably should be Jones for the goal alone. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'd like to give a shout to Lalana. I thought he was excellent. I think he's come on in a couple of games now over the last couple of weeks, and he's impressed with his walk rate. He he's, he hasn't shirked the tackle. He's got stuck in. He's got an assist against Wolves. Um, that obviously doesn't it doesn't count now that Simon Brundish has decided that that's that stupid. Um, but I I think he's I think he's done really well. I'd like to give him a shout out. Um. Ma, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna come to you. Um, Everton, it's they're they're just a fucking disaster, aren't they? You love to see it, don't you? Um, what do you, what do you say? I, I I just love the way every summer they get their hopes up, and then and then they get they get smacked down to fourth in the fourth and bottom of the league, mm-hmm. and then it comes around Christmas time they get a couple of wins and they get their hopes up again and think they're buying. Ronaldinho in uh, January and then and then just get smacked down again. It's just it's just never ending up and down, up and down, up and down, and it, they don't win anything. But there's not it, many. There's not, but there isn't their heads. That's the best thing. They get themselves up for it. A couple of lads I saw Everton fans on Twitter saying uh, they win this and then they can kick on with uh, with Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a few uh, big signings in January and they'll kick on for this this. Yeah. The rest of the season, things like this, and the the tides turn in and wait to the season. As I said the other week on here, I uh, oh no, I was on I was on Twitter again. Um, I saw an interview with an Everton fan when Ancelotti came in, and the first thing he said was, "It gives them red something to think about, doesn't it?" I thought, "No, fucking doesn't. We don't give a shit about you anymore. Yeah. You're a small time club." Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you because I haven't spoken to you about this. Ancelotti going into that job, what 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 have you made of it? Because I I think it's all wrong, but I, I haven't heard your views on it. Uh, he's a very good manager at getting the best out of very good players. Mm-hmm. He's not a manager who's going to build a club. Uh, they'll they'll throw money at him. He'll get. Uh, they haven't got the right setup to to look to the future. Uh, he's a short term appointment. It's not what he needs. They, they haven't got the patience. They haven't got the patience with any manager at the moment. They're so desperate to get closer to us. They haven't got the patience. But he's not the right man. He'll get the best out of this team, maybe. But it's not a very good team. The heart's not in it. The, the whole club needs a, a new rebuild from start to finish. Um, and they're not going to do that with Ancelotti because he wants he wants to be the boss. And, and, and that's how it is. He'll buy some players and he'll be gone in three years. 
and yeah, they'll I, be on the books on high wages. Like I did say before, Matt, that he's never been. He's never. He's been at one club more than two years, and that was Milan between one and nine, I think it was. Um, but to me, like you said, yet they have brands in place there. They have. They've done Ferguson waffling out of him as a, as, a, as, a, as an assistant manager. It, it just doesn't feel right. It feels like a project that needs four to five years, and he's not the man to give it to you. But today, if, if his eyes haven't been opened, um, today has absolutely opened them, and he's stuck two sticks in them to keep them open because it was that eye open. It was unbelievable. Grizz, what are we doing from here? Because the FA Cup, we, we clearly showed from the lineup that we picked there today that if we went out, we went out. We are willing to put faith in the youngsters and yeah. whatever will happen will happen. What does he do now? I think the fourth round draw might be tomorrow night, is it? Um, what does he do here? Does he stick with this side as, as, mu- as long as the, the league is, is not in the balance because we're miles ahead, but does he yeah. stick with, does he stick with what he's done here? Or if injuries clear up, does he add a few more no, in and no, lose no, it that way? No, no. No, no, Andrews will clear up, so he'll, obviously it will still be a few of the uh, youngsters, but um, it'll be far stronger without being the first team, if you know what I mean. So, for example, the likes of, fingers crossed, Shaq, Naby, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Lovren, etc., etc., Matip come back, make it even stronger. And um, I think, yeah, it, it's just the ideal, ideal result scenario for us uh, this game. Uh, I don't know when the next round is, Chris will know. When does when's the next round FA Cup played? End of Jan, I think. End yeah, of Jan. We've got, we got something stupid like um, Fucking hell. six games in 13 days or something like that because we've got the Champions League, League and FA Cup. Well, yeah, I think we'd like to see the kids coming out again. Yeah, yeah we play yeah, Wolves on the 20... Okay. play Wolves on the Thursday, the 23rd. And then I think that weekend then is the FA Cup weekend. Yeah, and so... Follow, and then, uh, following West Ham. I think maybe, I think a lot will depend on the draw. Uh, if we get a nice home tie, I think he may roll out the kids again. Mm. You know what I mean? See what happens. But if we get a tricky away game, um, I like the like the league cup with Villa. I don't think he'll go as young as as he did today, or in that or definitely. Well, it all depends back. who comes back because if you yeah. like, like Ox is back, back there. Well, Ox is back. Ox is back there, right? Your Fabinho looks like he's out running and stuff, so he's probably a, a couple of weeks away. You don't know when Lavern and Matt, but the silence on them is, is worrying for me. Uh, Milner there is in a little bit of pain. Is it Matt? Is it Matthew due back though this week or next week? Oh, well, that, <laughs> I haven't well, that heard was, that. That was the rumor. I'm sure I read that he was due soon. Lovren's the one no one knows about. Well, nobody. Lovren doesn't even know what he's about. You know when it comes. I'm not even asked about you know, it. The last time he went off, he was out for 17 weeks with a twinge. I know I keep saying it, but like that's what they they and Lovren does. Um, but it all depends. If you have got players back, you can afford to, you know, drop two or three more. Of your force teamers into it because we have the cover. You know, he's probably looking ahead to that sports game going, listen, I'm, I'm down to 12, 13 players here and I can't really afford to do anything. But, it, you know, it's a good win today. Like you said, the draw, it all depends on the draw. There's plenty of sides in there that you take in the next round, especially at home and you could put uh, the younger fellas out. But, Grizz, I, I still can't, I just still can't get over that Everton showed up at Anfield today, put out as strong a side as they possibly could. I've seen people making excuses for them during the week saying, no, we have injuries as well. He went as strong as he possibly could there today. And, oh, so fucking, so worrying for them. Like somebody says there, am I the only person feeling for Ancelotti? You probably are, because if Ancelotti is stupid enough to walk into this scenario and, and come yeah. in and expect anything else, he's absolutely off his rocker, but I still can't get over how they turned up and what they produced there today and have the even the audacity to mention themselves in the same breath as Liverpool in any way. No, I thought I I I, I don't feel so for Ancelotti. I'm with you. I mean if he's so stupid enough to 
take that job, then you know he, he deserves everything he gets. Mm. You know, he, how, how can you take the Everton job? What made him think that? You know, the Everton job is going to be all lovely and dandy and, you know, he's going to make them a superpower again. Or not even fuck superpower, make them relevant again because you can't, you just can't do it and it doesn't matter how much they spend as much. What do you mean by making them a superpower again? Well, you know, not a superpower per se, but, you know, they were league, league, you know, they were like sort of league champ, you know, regular cup, you know, is it a fault in the stream? Amongst amongst the English among amongst the English Premier League elite, they were in it. No, like no, no, no. They, they, they last won a league title 30, 35 years ago, Chris, and they last won a, they last won any cup twenty five years ago. Yeah, so, so they're not they're not in a league club. Yeah, you see, this is this is why this is this, this is why the likes of you shouldn't go anywhere near Everton if they were offered you the chance because you're going in there thinking we're the league and we're this. They are no, not. What I'm saying, but this is my point. They're thinking that you know hiring Ancelotti is their version of Klopp. That's my. I'm, I was getting to that by before I was rudely interrupted by you. We, you needed to be interrupted, Chris, because <laughs> no, you just I'm, kept scuffling. I was giving it context, man. I was building up to you. You know me. Yeah. I haven't, spoke, I haven't spoken all day. Can you shut up and let me speak, Gabe? You mm. talk all, every. You talk every hour. Yeah, well, I have to <laughs> when you keep going, and you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, so, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Matt put me off track by talking shit as he does, but no, we yeah, didn't. Point he, is spoke, like, he spoke. No, he said, "When will they superpower?" So I was trying. I forgot in it when they were the superpower. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you know, you know, the fact you forgot says it all. I forgot when they're superpower. Yeah, yeah, it's not to me. It's just irrelevant. They, they'll never be relevant. You know, they're just, you know, that's what they are. It's, uh, I just find it amazing. And like, you know, I heard during the week and all right, people said, oh, well, Ancelotti knows what to do against Liverpool. He done it with Napoli. You know, that's, if you, if you believe in all that stuff, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how, how Everton went into that game at all today in any way optimistic. Alright, they beat Burnley, they, they won away at Newcastle, they were narrowly beating at Man City. But even in them games, that they, Burnley maybe not so much, but I watched them against, um, I watched them against, against Newcastle and, and it was a very, very tight game against an atrocious Newcastle side. And against City, although they got lost 2-1, City were all over them from the very, 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 very start. And they, they were extremely poor. Ancelotti having a breakdown on the sideline because they kept just passing it back to Jordan Pickford all game. Um, who do we want in the next round, Matt? What do you want? Do you want another tough game and throw the kids at it? Or do you want to get a nice easy one and you never know this squad could come back to full strength in the next couple of months and it, it might be a, Competition, we really oi. I want an easy one, but I want some of these kids to play again. Mm. Uh, maybe not all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, Phillips was a bit rusty. Uh, but if we've got first team available, I don't want to be risking any big guns. No. But I play most of the kids, but give some of the, the side first team is Lalana, Milner, who's back, Arigi, Shaq, people like that, get them involved. Mm. That's what I'd do. Yeah. And I want an easy one okay. to answer. Grizz, would you like a really, really easy draw? Throw some kids or yeah, throw yeah, some fringe force teamers in as well? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Nice home draw against United or someone. <laughs> they have a they have a replay against Wolves, don't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Anybody watch Look, that game? It's the week before they play us, isn't it? So lovely. I was no, gonna ask, does anybody know when the replays are? Fourteenth and fifteenth. 
The fourteenth or fifteenth? Yeah. Okay, so but Spurs then, wouldn't have their replay before they play us. No. No, they've got it, they've got it after us, but they've got to obviously think about that. Because mm. Mourinho hasn't been knocked out as he in that round. Yeah, okay. Um I think they were poor again today, Spurs. Ma, um I wanted to ask you because I haven't been speaking to you in a little while. How was your Christmas, Ma? I was lovely, thank you, mate. Busy. Any strange goings on? No, no. Um, Any weird look, presents? Yeah, what was I going this year? No, didn't really get anything this year. Okay. Presents. Did um, did your did did any of your relations expose themselves to you or in laws? <laughs> it was the in laws. I was actually down with the in laws uh, yeah, yeah. for New Year's down in London. Uh-huh. I didn't get a flash of any tits this no, time. Fuck's sake! I'm disappointed. You know, did, did, where about London was you? I didn't tell you. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I was. Um, um, oh, I've been there. Was I? Yeah. Uh, Kensington. Kensington. Okay, nice. And no, um, no um, in-laws breasts were being uh, exposed no. to you this year. I saw no nipples. I was devastated. Yeah, because we all all do remember Matt's story about Christmas, and um, I think it was his it was grandmother grandmother in law um, exposing herself to Matt, and Matt was absolutely thrilled. And lovely um, set they were. If lovely I, set. Yeah, if I remember, you said <laughs> they were a great set. They were the cracking mates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. pointing down a little bit, but Chris, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, you you was here for my Christmas, wasn't you? You had the the Christmas cart and the kids. Oh, yeah, it was outstanding. And you, we shared it together. We shared it almost. Chris Pross was giving a was given a brute set at the age of thirty three. Matt, did anybody anybody get any presents where you thought, ah, oh, fuck this? No, 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 no. no. That's good. I, I I would like a brute set. You uh, like brute? I'm into me my vintage uh, aftershaves at the moment. Okay, there was... cool water is a Miyaki brute. Yeah, it's all on the agenda. Old Spice. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Has Old Spice made a bit of a comeback? Don't know. I'll buy it. I'll go yeah. and find out. And there was another one years ago. I remember called Blue Stratos. Um, <laughs> the Irish, yeah. Yeah, Blue Stratos. It was called, uh, uh, and I always kind of put it together with brew thinking they're the two that you'd see when you were a kid but I think um, Old Spice might be making a comeback um, Nortra says good luck to the wife Gav, uh, that, Gav. for the upcoming arrival um, thanks very much yeah best of luck yeah best of luck to me and the wife tomorrow um, no 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 awkward presence no no crap ones where you thought fucking miserable bastard nothing no Grizz Grizz did you just play the bells are ringing for the, for the duration yeah mate hmm. again on, re- on replay but you know Old Spice you just um you just reminding my dad was a big old Spice fan, man. Yeah, proper. Yeah, he's, I think he's, he's making a, a comeback. Is it, is it really? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'll ask him. Yeah. Or my dad or the old Spice? Old Spice, I don't know. <laughs> like if you if your dad wants really to pushing for this, isn't he? Well, oh, I, he's I, hope, it or something. I hope your dad is well because of course. Um, my dad's going to come back. Yeah. Well, he. I hope he's well because of course you do take a loan of his car an awful lot, so <laughs> I think he should be alright. Abu the Torch says high karate. That's another kind of stuff, isn't it? Abu the Shave high karate. Um, let me see. Nortred said I got a seventy, yes, seventy-inch TV. Bastard! Oh Jesus, that's a big telly. That is a big, big telly. Fuck that! Did I tell you guys the story about when I bought a seventy-inch TV? Or so I thought of some Irish lads. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah, I'll wrap it up there. I'll wrap it up now, Matt. One second. I want to hear this. Very short. Very short. Mm -hmm. So basically, I thought. Did you buy it whenever to a superpower or just after that? 
I'll never tell you, honestly, yeah, just around about that time. So basically, I was about 20, 21 at the time, uh-huh. and I thought, I'm buying, I'm buying this lovely flash TV off these Irish lads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they proper speeched me up and everything. And uh-huh. So they've gone, right? I've given them, I think it was about 75 quid. I thought, I'm getting myself, what a bargain I'm getting, right? Cheaper than Andy's TVs, right? Well, and what, so what was it described as? Oh, I don't know, they described it as, you know, Sony, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so me and my cousin carrying it into the shop, right? We're thinking... It's a bit heavy in it, but right. those days TVs were heavy, right? Yeah. So we, we carry it inside and like, yeah, showing all the rest of the boys in the shop. Look, we bought ourselves a TV, yeah, and try to turn it on. Nothing's happening. Nothing's turning on. We open it up. Cut long story short, we open up in the back and there's a car motor engine in the back of it. Back of a TV. A car engine in the back of a telly? Uh, motor, uh, flat screen TV. No, no, it's not flat screen, man. There was, a, <laughs> there was an engine out the Volvo in the back. No. <laughs> when, when I was 20, you know, it's like the old, um, what they, you know, the old TVs. The tube, tube TVs. Yeah. What are they called? Tube. 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 Yeah, them ones. Yeah. And there's a motor engine in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the back of the thing, but, you know, you learn, innit? I got 75 quid. What did you want, Chris? Yeah, 75 quid. Yeah, alright. Okay. Right, um, we're out of here. Matt needs to go. Matt needs okay. to go. He's got, he's got, he's going out, aren't you, Matt? Yeah, I'm off. Are you going out tonight? No, no. Staying in Italy. Staying in Italy tonight, good man. Would well, that lead to three to four days of me seeing pictures of your field? And beers <laughs> that you drink. And yeah, yeah. I'm all over it. No, no, I'm not giving up. Um, Matt, listen, thanks a minute for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. Cheers, mate. Cool. Chris, same to you. Talk to you in a bit. No problem, mate. Chris, same to you, and I'll talk to you soon. No worries. See you later, guys. Cool. Uh, the, the club is recorded tomorrow night, and we'll be out for you tomorrow night. As I said, I'm going to play this show by ear for the rest of the week, but I should be back by the end of the week and back on um, on, on a daily basis. That's been it. That's been the Fatback 4. Uh, Liverpool's kids have knocked Everton's full-time professionals out of the FA Cup, and Everton... All the players have to wear casual gear now. They need to earn the right to wear the Everton tracksuit, apparently. Over now. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.